you know, family owned little, you know, kind of sweet shop. It's like sweets and truffles. I don't know why they're together, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> sweets and truffles um, and tea and stuff like that. And this is one of the um, reviews I found there years ago. So um, it says, I bought a packet of salted licorice here, which was marked as strong. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another week of Community Notice Board Podcast, the podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes and coming of age tales. We have a very special guest this week, comedian, football player and <laughs> podcaster in his own right, just celebrated 100 episodes of Ooh, Must really? Watch with George and Alan. It's George mm. Pettifer. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, mate? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. I like that you said um, uh, areas that we grew up in and this is probably what? 10,000 miles away from <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, but Jamie like, might be close. Well, yeah, yeah so. I, le- I left England probably around the same age as. Uh, I left when I was seven. Okay, so. a bit before. Okay. Mm. So, we're, so, Georgie boy from yep. the UK, whereabouts in England? So, I think I told. I think I said New Forest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, New Forest is. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like every street has its own town name in England. It's like it yeah. just keeps narrowing down to be this little hamlet. So, you. So, like. The smallest area, mm-hmm. what would you call that? That was that Hordle? My, that- my house. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, Hordle was your house. Yeah. Everyone's like... Well, I, yeah, I lived... Um, at first, I lived in a village called Milford-on-Sea. Yep. And then I lived in a place called Hordle, which is like even smaller than Milford-on-Sea mm. somehow. But that was more... It's They're such small places all close together that you're really a part of the wider area mm, more yeah. than... You know, you wouldn't say, oh, I'm only from Milford-on-Sea. Right, kind of thing. yes. Yeah. So there's like 10 houses there and then yeah. you share yeah. a fucking <laughs> suburb and a postcode, yeah, yeah, but you've exactly, got to go yeah. across town to go to the shops. Yeah, You can I stand in Hordle and talk to someone from Lymington. Lymington, you know, nearly Lymington. Yeah, We speak to Queens on this Every episode we assume the pronunciation and always wrong. We just never check. The thing about something like Hordle, though, that is different to here, it's like you can be like, oh yeah, I grew up in Hordle. It's this tiny little village. It's probably the size of like uh, like half of Stanmore. And they're like, oh Stanmore, yeah, cool. And you're like, it has forty pubs in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing. Milford on Sea has like five pubs, and there's only like four thousand people there. So, like the ratio of pub to person in Milford on Sea is ridiculous. It's all old people that don't go out anywhere. And it's not help. like that's the pub district of the wider district. <laughs> you know, it's not like Newtown. It's like yeah. everywhere. Yeah. This isn't King's pub. Cross. Yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't yeah. Milford on Sea. There were yeah, a few yeah. articles about <laughs> Limington being a snooty town where it's like oh, the yeah, one. there's one place that's open till 2 a.m. and most people are like, oh, that's kind of more of a ta- the next town over. Oh, yeah. I, got, I got a great one from. <laughs> so is Limington the snootiest town in Britain? This is yeah. a BBC article. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this woman is uh, upset, and I don't know what this story is, but I believe it's just like a like some sort of Target or a Kmart thing. So it's like yeah. Pippa Redmond says that an Argos store would Argos. Lo- Argos store would lower the tone yeah. and claimed it would be more appropriate somewhere in Pennington. <laughs> yeah, no, that's classic because uh. Pennington also is like so close as well. Like yeah. it's basically the same town. I, like love- I just want to differentiate it. But that was always a thing. Like, there's no really fast food places apart from a Greg's, which is like a bakery, yeah. on there. And then they wanted to open a, a pound store, just like everything's. Well, they, you think everything's gonna be a pound? Really, I mean everything is exactly a pound. So it could be ten pounds, but not ten pounds. Yeah. It's like so, <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> this is five thousand pounds. We like round numbers. That's all we're gonna round but, up. Uh, there was like a big. Um, 
uh, you know, the local community were up in arms about, oh, it doesn't fit the nautical theme of the town. <laughs> so, <laughs> nautical so, theme. So, so Poundland just added a fuck off boat on like, <laughs> next to, next to the Oh, man. Smorgies would fit right in with yeah, the Yeah, that's great. I love it. And so she's just like, we already have a Woolworths in the centre of town, yeah. which is like, that's Woolworths the UK is more like a target, right? It's more like Yeah, this must be pretty old because they went bust in, the, in 2008. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Crisis, well, know. she says, people who want to order things of that ilk can, can shop there. <laughs> It's, like, it's not drug yeah. dealing. It's like yeah. they want a VCR or something. Yeah. Toaster. No, they're, they're real proud in Leamington of their high street and it being like a classic English high street yeah. with like nice little shops. It did look like very that. like storybook when I yeah, looked at it. Yeah, it is. Exactly like I got it. ID'd in a Woolworths once for trying to buy a VHS of Friends season five, episodes five to eight. <laughs> <laughs> because it was wow. 12 and I was. Uh, mm. 12, but I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't have a driver's license. Like, I, had to, yeah, like I didn't know what to report. do. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, I went outside to my grandfather who was having a nap in the car while I was shopping. I was just like, can you go get it? He was just like, oh. Yeah. oh. Uh, worked him all up, but he came back with the VHS and the I end. said, you need friends, Jamie, not <laughs> in mean this. That's what, that's what I took it to mean. But yeah, the friends? Woolworths thing, because I got a... I'm not sure if you've heard of this story, Georgie, but there's a there's an article about a place called Fords of Limington. Oh, I don't, okay, I don't. And this uh, because, um, like you said, when they were trying to bring in the pound shop and stuff, they also tried to bring in a popular pub franchise called Weatherspoons, yeah, right, which they'd yeah. been against for years. <laughs> yeah, and I think in 2012 they finally um, they got it through and they yeah. uh, took the place of this place called Fords of Limington, which had an article that is just so fucking British. It's like <laughs> br it's brilliant in how British and like stupid it is because yeah. the store is known as in Limington at least as the rudest store. In Britain, okay. like right. Britain's rudest store. Mm. And the first quote is like, what are you doing in the shop? The owner barks at an innocuous looking gray haired woman. You know, you're banned from here. Like, but then it's like, so it keeps, it just gets more English. It's like in most stores, customers would object to such an abrasive welcome. But like, so they, they just talk about how it's Britain's rudest shop and they've had to find like, um, they've had to find a new shop, but they're celebrating how rude it was. They even okay. got a plaque up that said it was Britain's rudest shop. <laughs> and then so, and they had a, they have a sign that says like, it just says, it says here like star, 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 star off. So I assume it's probably not fuck or even piss. It's probably yeah, okay. like flog off or yeah. something. And they're like, oh, awfully rude. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, so, so they like, they said when it was going out of business, like only a full few weeks left before we go out of business, come by, we'll insult you. Yeah. But here, like one of the, um, one of it, it says like on this account, so the thing I just said where he told the woman that you're banned, they're like, yeah. oh, that's a joke. Yeah. On this occasion, it was a joke. But Terry is just joking with a regular customer. But there are many times when the partners mean it and are directing honest barbs at unpleasant shoppers. <laughs> like honest this one barbs. a few weeks ago, for example, when 61-year-old Jeff told one rather rude and demanding woman who said she could not wait to be served because she had a doctor's appointment, while you were there, will you ask him if he's got anything for your bad temper? <laughs> oh, oh, talk talk about rude <laughs> from this, this guy's got an acid. This guy, he never goes home and thinks I should have said that. You know, like he's never <laughs> laying in yeah. bed like I should have told that. Bit. It's so funny because there's like five paragraphs of this, like the most watered yeah. down rudeness, and then they like mention like what they're doing afterwards, and uh, like. They're going like they're like on motorcycles going down Route 66 in the US because oh, they have yeah. a pirate radio station. No that, way. Like, used awesome. to go out there. So it's like, 
Two sentences dedicated to maybe the most interesting thing in their lives and yeah. five of them occasionally be like, you know, we didn't even say goodbye to that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, What did they actually sell there? What Was, was it a pub? No, Before? it was a, like a general store. Like a general knacks, store. Basically. Yeah, yeah, right. knacks, yeah, that gets your blood Put boiling when you're selling Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, love, um, I love the Pennington, um, Lymington, uh, you know, the, the snootiness because in the Pennington Wikipedia page it has a section called uh, it says uh, Pennington was Pennington was locally nicknamed Donkey Town. <laughs> <laughs> it is understood from locals that this was due to the number of donkeys that would graze around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's clearly written from someone. Well, that's uh, the, that's uh, the thing about uh, the new forest is there's just like livestock just wandering around the streets, mm, right? right? So there's just like horses, and, like bulls and shit like this, just walking around, mm. and and then like they kind of allude to there aggressive donkeys that have been, <laughs> that have been fed too much. So they're, they're a bit of a pest, to be really? honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so great. I love it. But I, yeah, bulls I mean, it, is terrifying. Like just well, yeah, I because for me, so I moved here when I was 11 and I went. I did a year of college when I was 15, 16. So I actually went back. Right. Which is what I attribute to keeping so much my English accent is because <laughs> like just when you're like starting to lose it as yeah. a teenager, yeah. I'm like, I can back in there. <laughs> back in the <laughs> talking to people, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we walk from college to the shops. I'm walking past like huge bulls and stuff like this. It's, it is scary, but you kind of get yeah. used to it. They don't attack people, so right. that's fine. Just I, don't wear a red t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, um, I love the fucking names of these towns and I couldn't help myself when I was like looking for like new, because there's so many towns and... This is just in Hampshire. Hampshire is the county, right? Yeah. yeah so in much. Hampshire County, the, the t- Nether Wallop, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Itchen Valley, yeah, uh, Ragged Appleshore. <laughs> that's a town. <laughs> Snoddington. I just love these towns. That's Snoddington right. seems yeah, that, like a nickname. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and then what they call people. For just like outside the county as well, in like Dorset and stuff. It's like yeah. Upper Snodsbury, uh, <laughs> P- Puckle Church. This one's my favorite. This is in Leicestershire. Barton in the Beans. <laughs> These all sound it's, like confectionaries <laughs> from Harry Potter, know. like you know, made up fucking Bart, candy. Barton in the beans. I don't understand it. Wet Wang. It's a great one. Beans. <laughs> Wet Wang. Wet Wang. Wet wang. <laughs> but this one's my favourite in Dorset, which is the county next to um, Hampshire, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a town called Puddle Town, uh, but it, it actually changed it from Piddle Town. <laughs> they, they had a council meeting where a long council debate solemnly decided Piddle Town should be replaced with Puddle Town. Just completely changed. We one letter. Yeah, we've only got enough money for one letter <laughs> change to the town. Uh, but yeah, it's and and Hordle. Uh, and what t- school did you go to? Did you go to Priestlands? No, so I went to I went to Milford on Sea Primary and then I left and then when I came back um, I was at Brockenhurst College. Right, okay. Because Priestons is like basically the between uh, primary school and college kind of right, thing. Right. So the okay. college was like only for A levels. It was. He's a really left field person who went to Priestlands. Mm-hmm. The fucking uh, bathwater girl from the internet. You know that uh, oh, what? tub girl, tub Belle Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. kidding me. Is no, that true? That's a hunt. She went. She she lived in Lymington while she did all that. How old is she now? Uh, well, she is twenty three. Ninety nine. She was born. Okay, so she's a bit. She'd be a few years younger than me then. Yeah, but, but she was selling that was Lymington <laughs> bathwater. That's what it was, baby. Yeah, oh my god! No, no wonder it made her so famous. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> the beautiful Lymington water. Yeah, exactly. yeah, well, course, Lymington is proud of its water in the I top know. sites. They have the open air baths. It's, but it was yeah. like the it was Roman going through all the celebrities, and it was like just like 
League Two football players and yep. goalkeepers, and then the weirdest internet thing. celebrity of all fucking yeah. time. I went for a way different guest with Tub Girl. He's <laughs> 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 at the bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, Tub Girl. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that reveals a lot more about you. <laughs> a student of Rotten.com. <laughs> well, also, I'm um, born in Milford on Sea is Frances Fisher, the actress who was in Titanic. Oh, okay. Some I, old, I, I, some old bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah some old bat. <laughs> the one who plays old Rose. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, not the. She's she's red hair. She's got red hair. I know well. she means she's. I think she was like born there and like left immediately, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Is that is that? Do you know that because of like town pride at the time? <laughs> Most people don't even know. I mean, it's on the Wikipedia page. And if you talk to anyone from that, well, everyone from there's like over eighty. I mean, <laughs> Titan- oh, yeah, Titanic I is like a new film. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that new film, Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> well, they don't want to talk about it because they were on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Too close I know to exactly home. Who yeah. Francis Fisher is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, mm. she's fairly famous. I mean, born in Milford yeah. on Sea. Mm. There you go. Very so cool. the one other celebrity that, uh, which I think, um, fuck, I keep saying it wrong. Is that Lymington? Lymington. Lymington. Fuck. Okay. Lymington is uh, Ben Ainsley, who's like yeah. an Olympic. Is he? Do you know of him? Um, yeah. Well, because I, I can see the picture of the uh, the gold thing, the, the gold. Um, so this was a box, big yeah. scandal. Oh yeah. Which. Um, <laughs> So basically, he uh, he's a sailor for the Olympics, and he won like five gold medals during the 12, 2012 London Olympics. Yeah. And then the Royal Mail decided to, uh, every gold medalist from the UK, uh, they would paint the mailbox gold from the town they grew up in. Right. And so everyone... Uh, was so excited. Uh, we finally, you know, there's our local yeah. boy who grew up there. And then they decided instead of paint some post box in like Cornwall or some other place where he grew up. Yeah. And everyone was furious. <laughs> yeah. And then this guy from the, he, he uh, this guy, Robert Smith, 51, he was a restaurateur walking home from work one night at 1.30 a.m. decided to paint the yeah. uh, uh, fucking post box gold himself. Like walking home at 1.30 a.m., you think he's probably a bit pissed, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I'll tell you what, the heat, because I, I was around that time, like I went to the London Olympics, I saw the speed walking. <laughs> Very cool. Pretty, pretty wow. rubbish, but no, it, it was cool to be there. But then, um, like the that following year was like when I was in Limington doing college, and it was just one day I was in Limington, and it like caught my eye this post box that had been painted gold, but like so shitly. Like, <laughs> it's not like it was one thirty. He was obviously drunk. Like yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. bad. It was just painted then, yellow or yeah. something like that. And then later that day, it was like on the news or whatever, but. Yeah, it's not like he was committed to it. It was some no. conspiracy to paint it well. well. I love that he just had paint on him. Like, <laughs> but, you know, he, um, but, he had, but then he got arrested. Uh, so he wasn't allowed to do oh, it and he got arrested. Robert Smith. But eventually they painted it. Right? Yeah, th- so then they yeah. got, there was a big uproar and they're like, you know, the Limington's a small town. Did they not, get the Olympian involved? Yeah, and they uh, rang up and asked him, and he's like, just fucking leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm a fucking sailor, you know? So they're like, Limington's a small town with not many heroes. We're very proud of what Ben has achieved. So they're just holding on to this one yeah. guy who fuck. Oh. It's like, we got the bath girl and this guy. Like, give us something, yeah. you know? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, um, there's not many. I mean, it's sailing. I mean, people that come from Limington, what? It's like polo. Equestrian yeah. sailing, like <laughs> yeah. you know, there aren't many footballers coming <laughs> from Limited. Herding yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. What are you Pretty doing? Much. What do you do for fun there when you're a little kid? Are you wandering the streets? So what I remember is running through fields. But well, it's <laughs> <laughs> sounds idyllic. Start well, I remember. Um, I don't know. The problem was that where I lived. Well, first, at first when I lived in Milford on Sea, like there were kids like around the village that I could have met up with, but like I was too young to like leave the house on my own. 
And then we moved to Hordle and we're just like in the middle of nowhere, it felt like. Like, it's not like we were in the village of Hordle. We were like out in da- all the way down a main road. So like, Hordle was a big smoke, you know? <laughs> yeah, Hordle was like big. We were, it, it, I it's got it was like Greg's. <laughs> I remember mum let me walk to um, Hordle once and that was like a big deal. And it's lit- it's like a... <laughs> 20 minute walk, maybe. George has got well, a bindle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, mother. I shall be seeing you. She can see yeah. the whole way. Up <laughs> George is oh, in order. Wave to George, <laughs> Did you guys ever do that when you were a kid and you'd run away from home? No, oh, never. I remember th- threatening and then running down to the fucking letterbox and sitting there and just yeah. looking up. Like, yeah, yeah, well, I better that. come down and get me because <laughs> I'm mad. Yeah. I used to do that shit all the time. What, run away? Run away, constantly. Oh, yeah. And um, What's the furthest you got? Uh, one, the furthest I got, I took my dog with me and mm. we went to like one of the main highways and then I started walking along that and I was like, this is too much. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I so I went and sat in this tunnel. Uh, mostly I just went and got on the roof of the house and hid up there for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, or when I was real- <laughs> like your, your mum knew where you were. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was real little, I did the letterbox thing, but then next door to us, there was a karate center, like so fucking dojo. And that was the spot. I was like, I'm running away. And then mom's yeah. just finding the karate and I'm yeah. kicking leaves. <laughs> I'll go run away, learn karate, <laughs> kick mom's ass yeah. as she comes yeah. at me. <laughs> the dojo's like, he's our boy but, now. Yeah. N- nowadays, you couldn't even go up to the letterboxes. Your mum be like, oh, he's booked a fucking Uber. Get him in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just get in the car and disappear. Exactly, for the beat, yeah. My friend always, my friend Mitch Anderson, who's come up on this before, has, always makes fun of me because one time he was, it was like a Friday or I think it was school holiday or something. And I called him and was like, man, stay at my house tonight. Night, we'll fucking be playing PlayStation. He's like, I'll be there in five minutes. His mum drops him off and he like knocks on the door and <laughs> he walks in. He's like, where's Andrew? Mum's like, he's, he's ran, ran away. <laughs> <laughs> so Mitch is, like, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch is like hanging out with my mom. They're playing PlayStation. And uh, I like finally got home. But the reason I- He's, he's run away. I got, yeah, away, I got away like, I got home like two hours later. So, hey, Mitch, the, the reason I- the, the reason I ran away is because mum made a salad sandwich and uh, her salad sandwiches are phenomenal. And I took one bite and all the filling like spilled out the bottom. So the sandwich was ruined. And I was like, fuck this family. I'm leaving. You just come back and you're like, sorry, Mitch, that was a salad sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to keep you waiting. I hope mum wasn't too annoying. Mitch is like, I understand. I, I also <laughs> love it. Oh, I'm Yeah, I actually ate the slop from the, the fell out. <laughs> I, uh, here's some vandals uh, in Hordle. Uh, did you hear about oh, this? No. This is huge news in Hordle. Vandals in Hordle spray sheep and goats purple. So they uh, <laughs> ran around and they spray painted these sheep and these oh goats. And oh. everyone's furious. And they also <laughs> spray painted the words Chris... W, Darren, and Les on a nearby <laughs> train. I think we might have known. We've got a short list of suspects There's here. There's like 15 people. <laughs> and on Facebook, everyone's like, all these like, you know, people who've watched a lot of true crime, all these, uh, you know, mothers and stuff are like, we should look at the school, for the Chris's and the Darren's and the yeah. Les's. And like, cops are like, oh, that's a great idea, Sharon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They also- like a photo of it. It's like Les and it's like, Chris has tagged Les in the yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how it's, Chris, it's Darren Les and Chris W. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, wanna, I don't want Chris, Chris L to get my credit yeah. for the goats. Yeah. <laughs> and they also, and then it just says also a phallic symbol was also left on a tree. This is connected. Yeah. <laughs> purple, purple, let's get the lamps to run. Same die. Nah, miss, that was Chris L. <laughs> <laughs> 
a phallic symbol. Just say they drew a dick. You know, no one's like, oh, I wonder. So when you're in college in Portal, I assume you were boarding. No, well, I was living with um, family friends. Okay. And I um, helped out for a little while during the summer on that family. Because the family friend, his name was Gary, like the dad of the family. And he... Um, <laughs> I think waiting for you to say like Les. <laughs> <laughs> and he um, he ran like a, a little... Well, he ran like a ferry in Limington, but it didn't go anywhere. It just like took you to the end of the river and then took you back. <laughs> <laughs> How the river? Not far. <laughs> he just like it's like because it's a big tourist area as well, right? So um, and I remember he used to like in the morning, like a Saturday morning, if it was uh, if it was raining and he had to sell tickets for the afternoon, he'd get a blackboard out and he'd just write a fake weather report for that afternoon. He'd be like, "Oh, clearing up, uh, you know, clear skies later this afternoon." Well, and people, old old lady, to come up and be like, "Oh, it's clearing up, so we should probably book a ticket then for this afternoon." He's like. <laughs> Yeah, you probably <laughs> could get the like ten pounds and take them to the edge of the river and just take them back again. Oh, and just pissing down right. <laughs> and so you worked there? Oh, I, he never paid me, but I hung out there. Because <laughs> I mean, there's always to do. So yeah, I mean, I I think the problem was all he needed was someone to drive the boat, which I couldn't do. And someone to tie the boat up when it got back, and I wasn't strong enough to do that. So <laughs> I was just completely useless. <laughs> George, write the yeah. write the reports, and you're just like thunderstorms. And yeah. you're like, Come yeah. on, George! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I love it. yeah. I love these sleepy little towns. They're so great. It seems like there's like there's an underlying. Uh, there is some weirdness though, right? Like uh, uh, you guys had some stuff about that, right? Yeah, like, we got a. Um, it's kind of semi-related to the animal stuff, which is mm. way more recent. But I think Jamie's got the oldest. It's basically, there's a long history of like occult activity in, oh, really? in the new forest oh area. Goodness. You said it is a quite a, a historical area, right? Oh, like really historical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can start with, well, straight away, before we get into the um, that, that woman that you're going to talk about, Jamie, mm -hmm. there's new forest hauntings. This was a thing, like a history page. And they were saying, like, arguably the most haunted part of Britain mm -hmm. is New Forest. And they were saying there's thousands and thousands. These are, like, famous <laughs> characters, right? So yeah, I've got some stuff I can say about, like, scary shit. Well, basically, where I lived was um, uh, with this family that I lived with, this close, these close family friends. And um, just, like, across the road, there was an old manor house. Mm. And it's what used to... It's, I mean, like a lot of, like, settlements in the UK, like, it starts off as, like, a manor with, like, the staff yeah. where they live. Yeah. And then that just becomes a village. Yeah. A hundred right. years later. Yeah, hundred yeah. Like, 500 years later, mm -hmm. it's, it's, like, separated. But I remember we walked through the manor and it's, like... Is that the Lindhurst I mean, Park Hotel? No. Okay. I, can, I could probably... F I mean, it's a bit like... I'd, have, I'd be searching for ages. So <laughs> yeah. But, um, and there's, like, a bunch of... You walk through the, uh, the kind of forest at the back of it and there's... If you look... At first, you don't notice, but then if you look closely, there's like ancient tombstones, like kind of you know with vines all over them oh, and shit yeah, like this. Right, right. And then if you, I mean, if you talk to Gary, Gary has all sorts of ghost stories from uh, <laughs> yeah. from it, this. Everywhere is haunted except the fairy area. But yeah, and also, I mean, to get from the village centre in Milford on Sea to where I was living with them, yeah, to walk through the the graveyard of the church, oh, right? Fucking hell. Creepy. Like, and the problem is in the UK, like in the winter, it's literally pitch black at like 4 p.m. Mm. Right? Mm. And so I get home from like school and I'd have to walk through a pitch black 11th century, like, <laughs> like yeah. graveyard. And all the, it would only be lit by 
a lantern in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> it like, like barely lit the whole thing. Right. And I'm not ashamed to say I ran through that graveyard <laughs> every time. <laughs> I just fucking bolt through the middle of it. I'd do it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. man. It's That's freaky. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, all, there's a list of famous haunted sort of characters and stories. There's Rufus the Red. Uh, the Bisturn Dragon, mm-hmm. the Stratford Rufus Red Lion. got spray painted by local kids. <laughs> yeah. so. Chris W. Strikes again. <laughs> Mary Dore and Witchy White. Um, so there's all these people, and they're all very. Um, Are they know, real people that died and then they're no, haunting well, it? No, there's or? a mix of that, and right. it's a lot of like, oh, in the 11th century, this guy saw a pair of antlers in the ground, and he picked it up, and it was a fucking lion, like with antlers. <laughs> oh, yeah. and so like okay. now you can like see a lion. That's and, why yeah. that some of the UK stuff because there is. There's real stories from the 11th century yeah. that are true, and then there's a story like that. Be like, all right, fucking yeah, yeah, hell! Yeah. Can we just separate the fucking dragon but slaying knows, shit I mean, from the when real I, stuff? When I hear hear something like that, I'm like, okay, let's imagine like hundreds of years ago where you'd have like estates with like heart of the British Empire, supremely wealthy families. Mm. They might have had a fucking lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just died. And yeah. So King style, my yeah. favorite was the um, the Duke de Stackpool, who's a, an extravagant and eccentric uh, English aristocrat. Um, held French title and he like rebuilt all this stuff in the Vatican. Like had a pretty interesting yeah. life. Um, lived in this uh, mansion called the uh, Glass Haze, okay. um, but he ran like a local smuggling operation with his <laughs> yacht, the Gypsy Queen. Just <laughs> nice. yeah, writing fake weather reports. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he smuggles d- beer halfway up the road, <laughs> then comes back. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, a big smuggling area because yeah. it's like borders the Solent, which which goes up to Southampton, which is like the main kind of back in the day, like the main port almost. And, and you'd UK. have to pay taxes in at Southampton. Right. And so if you didn't want to, you'd, you'd pull into shore there right. and then smuggle. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah. then they built a, well, Hearst Castle, which is in Milford-on-Sea. It's a huge castle that sticks out into the middle of the Solent. You can walk there like from Milford. And uh, it was basically built to stop smugglers, right? <laughs> but like it's not, it, they call it a castle, but it's, it's a fort, really, like an 18th century right, fort. Right, but it's still right, pretty right. cool, isn't it? Um, yeah. This bloke died at the at Glass Hay. So he died at his house, which is now known as the Lindhurst Park Hotel. And it is just okay. a big, beautiful, old sort of manor house. Um, but then, so... It just sounds like they do trivia on a Tuesday. Though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, come down to Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, schnitzel um, specials. And he, this, you know... His ghost essentially is supposed to to haunt this place to this day, and there's all these stories like stretching way, way, way back. Mm. Um, apparently, on the night of his death, you can hear music in parts of the buildings from the yeah, annual cheers. ball he holds <laughs> for the dead and all this stuff. But my favorite was um, so supposedly his face can be seen staring through the windows of the house, and during extensions in the 1970s, workmen reported him appearing to them and screaming at the changes they were making. Might have just been the foreman. I think a few beers deep, man. That story. Yeah, oh, but that's the thing. You just do something crazy. You just like oh, fucking ghosts, you know. Yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. too many and you trip Very over much. ghosts, you know. Fuck. I um. I'll I tell you this. Them. I um. This is kind of, well, kind of off topic. I remember uh, this just come to actually like when I when I was at primary school in Milford, they opened a uh, the new because it's so many old people. They need like an actual proper hospital in this tiny like mm-hmm. like I mean it's a small hospital, but it's like a legit one kind of and um. And the grand opening was meant to be attended by some of the royals, right? Wow. So everyone in the uh, primary school, we all went down the wall given little Union Jack flags to wave. Like, <laughs> you know what, like you see when yeah, they arrive yeah, at places. Yeah. Britain is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> little kids. Yeah. Like, yes. Well, and then it's like raining and we're like stood there waving our flags. 
and they never showed up. <laughs> as, as we're walking back, as we're walking back to the school, like through the rain, the whole motorcade like came past us. They were just running late, Ross. so we, we never got to see them. They're like we'll go through a puddle, splashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, just flipping the bird. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think it was. Who's the oldest son of the queen prince? Someone over there. I don't know. It wasn't even a good one. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, even one of the ones you wanted to some see. Some C grade royal. Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. soaked yeah. to the bone. Or something. <laughs> is re- yeah, it's, le- it's Les. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah probably. 200th was. in line to the third. <laughs> <laughs> and they just didn't get Gary's weather report. So, like, oh, it's going to fucking piss down. Fuck. Uh, oh. I like that. And so, it's a very, like, royal, um, pro royal area, very. Pro Conser- British area. Conservative. Conservative, British, that's yeah. the word, yeah. yeah. You, George, you had a review, right? Because we've got oh, yeah. some... some. Uh, we love the good old... Uh, I, I just love this town because I just think it's so... Like, when you read these fucking articles, like, I... I've got all these little silly articles. Like, there's yeah. they're just such stupid local news. Like, it's because there aren't real issues in this place. Yeah, that's so, basically the gist of it. Right? So, yeah. you know, uh, it's kind of fun to live in like a fairy tale town. <laughs> yeah. This is this anyway, a beep. Like, oh, the huge scandal! We're out of gingerbread. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one, this one. Limington market trader ordered not to shout. <laughs> so, <it's> got, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy and it's got Mr. Bellows who runs a fruit and vegetable Mr. store. Bellows, come well, on. There they go. It says the warning was absolutely ridiculous. And ironic, given his given his name, <laughs> and he just and it's got a quote from this guy. All I say is the usual things like strawberries for a pound. <laughs> and oh I must fight this for markets everywhere. He's so upset <laughs> about it. And then there's this row over like this one town. There's another t- Milford on Sea versus Everton, which is not Liverpool Everton, but there's a little Everton yeah, nearby, right? Really Everton, yeah. Tiny little Everton, and there's a massive row because two different communities who uh, grow competitively grow big pumpkins are at each other about the <laughs> about the rules Fuck yeah. and then like one village is accusing the other of uh, cheating because they're they're growing their pumpkins inside and then da, 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 da. Yeah. and then it says like they went back and forth about it and then it just says the social club at Milford organized a meeting to thrash out the rules of the competition uh, to which no one turned up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even these people don't give a shit you know it's just all this so you so you've got this review but I just well, love these like no nah, it's all it's all dumb stuff like that because it's like it's so insular as well like mm. people. Um, I don't know. I was t- I talked to my mum because I left when I was eleven. I called my mum and I was like, "Tell me the new forest. Like, what what's some stuff that what's I can the like, you know?" Yeah, yeah. But she was saying, you know, people. Well, in the new forest, there are cattle grates around the p- whole perimeter. Mm. Basically, every road is like fenced, and then a road has a cattle grid, so none of the livestock can just like run to London and yeah. Yeah. Set, right. stage a coup or something. But um, yeah. So there's this whole thing like. Like, oh, if you have to go somewhere that's past the cattle grids, wow, you've had to go a long way. And it's like a 35-minute drive, which to Australians is like crazy. But, I mean, you can drive the whole country in six hours. Yeah, because I was freaking out because I was like towns, 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 and I found something from like, you know, Milford or wherever. And I'm like, oh, well, George isn't from there. But I just did a map to the place that you said you were from. And it's like an eight-minute walk. (laughs) It's the same fucking place. And it's like zoomed in, but it's like so condensed. It's so weird. Now, well, I got this um, review. I found this years ago and I've just always remembered it because there's a a tiny little shop. I mean, it must just be a, you know, family-owned little, you know, kind of sweet shop. It's like sweets and truffles. I don't know why they're together but anyway yeah. sweets and truffles <laughs> um, and tea and stuff like that and this is one of the um reviews i found there years ago so um it says i bought a packet of salted licorice here which was marked as strong <laughs> 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 yeah, 
when I opened them and tried one, it was disgustingly salty and inedible. I immediately took them back and asked if I could exchange them for something else, but was told that it was my fault because the packet was marked as strong. <laughs> I replied that the packet was not marked as very salty, which would have been more accurate. <laughs> I had been expecting only a strong flavor of licorice. <laughs> I had been addressed by the owner of the business like an animal abuser might address a dog. (laughs) I would not come to their assistance if the business caught fire and I hope they go to the wall as soon as possible. Oh my (laughs) my (laughs) God. Wow. Oh, that rules. (laughs) You know what? I'm on their side though. (laughs) Really? I'm on the side of the truffle dog. That's so funny. And he addressed me as though an animal abuser might spray paint a sheet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're buying salty licorice. Good luck to you. You know what I mean? mean, Licorice is disgusting anyway. Yeah, Yeah, you're taking a risk every time you open a (laughs) thing of licorice. I've never been like, this licorice is weird. Could add a little bit of salt would help, you know? I've also never been like, oh man. This is not licorice enough. No, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. um, Kirky, should we take uh, George into the wonderful and scary world of the occult? Yeah, oh, sure. This Although this isn't really the occult. This is just cult. Uh, <laughs> but it starts with an urban legend. So I guess that's kind of a cult. But uh, it, it, it also seems to be like... Doing a little bit of reading about it, it seems to be weirdly like tenuously connected. Because the urban legend doesn't really seem to have much to do with the actual story beyond the fact that the woman kind of looked a little creepy. Right. So uh, this is the story of Mary Ann Gerling. Okay. And the New Forest Shakers. And this is in... Oh, yeah, so you go. No, but I... Well, so this is the urban legend... It sounds like a 2000s Britpop band. Yeah, yeah. the New New Forest Shakers. Mary Ann Gerling and the New Forest Shakers (laughs) with Gotta Get Up. (laughs) Playing at that Lindy Park Hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Big hit on Live and Kicking. Um... And so this is like a, some this guy Michael O'Leary put out this book in 2011 called Hampshire and Isle of Wight folk stories because okay. Hordle is relatively close to Isle of Wight. Yeah, do just have across to cross the, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I know, I know a guy with a ferry if you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. he'll get you halfway. But apparently, like, this urban legend went around in the 90s through teenagers. Uh, like, uh, so, so teenagers in New Forest had stolen money. They'd panicked upon hearing police sirens and they'd thrown the cash in the local graveyard in uh, yeah. that area okay. to pick it up the day after. Um, it was as the leader of the gang turned back towards his car that he saw something terrible at the churchyard gates. There was the tall, gaunt, angular figure of a woman wearing a long, black Victorian dress and a large black bonnet and she was jumping up and down just repeatedly jumping up and down and so the young man he panicked and he just didn't know where to go so he just went in any direction he could and but every time he looked behind him, there was that woman just jumping in place up okay. and down. <laughs> Seems more yeah. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> just like cut it out. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, why are you jumping? <laughs> yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, I found all this money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the story ends the next day. Like the, the police end up finding the guy who stole the money, who ran from the apparition, and he's crouched in the fetal fetal position, rocking backwards and forwards, and he's just laughing and crying at the same time. Mm. And this. That apparently is the spirit of Marianne Girling. But Marianne Girling, like, her story is interesting, but it's not really supernatural at all. So basically, she was fairly unremarkable growing up. She was a woman that people described as intelligent, but she had limited access to schooling. So, you know, she wasn't like an academic or anything. She was married at 16. Uh, what, what era? This is, this is in the 1800s. Okay, yeah. Okay. So she was married at 16, which is pretty 
Pretty cool. Pretty old for <laughs> Come on, <laughs> old spinster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, man. Yeah, yeah. She, so she was Lock getting sticking. on a bit. Um, she had two children. She had like a bunch of miscarriages, uh, which is kind of what she was known for around town. Collective. No, she was known for around town. Yeah. Old miscarriage girly. <laughs> Maybe I paraphrase that. <laughs> Uh, but oh, so now I know her. She's <laughs> like, oh, she's the one in the 1800s. Oh, what you say? So, uh, <laughs> so now she's 31. She's been married for 15 years. She's really getting on a bit. Yep. Uh, Christmas Day, she experiences a vision, her first vision of Jesus Christ. <laughs> After eight ports. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, like, um, fairly soon afterwards, she has a second vision that um, tells her that the second coming is at hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she also, at this point, starts speaking in tongues. So okay. it's probably 11 Normal. or 12 ports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she also... Is this all the same night? Yeah. <laughs> she the first time But she's the second one <laughs> speaking in tongues. Then I woke up in, like, a puddle. It's really <laughs> weird. Um, so uh, this is a bit creepier, but she developed stigmata wounds, like, on her hands and feet. Oh, she which, fell over and broken glass on the ground <laughs> yeah. after 12 yeah. fucking ports. Um, so she kind of, like, is like, fuck. I've seen him, second coming, stigmata. Yep. I got oh. all the answers. And she starts, uh, she starts preaching. And okay. because she's kind of got like a magnetic personality and has all these, has like the wounds on her hands and feet and stuff, mm. people are kind of like, oh, fucking oh, girl yeah. and goes off, you know? Yeah, so they start. That makes sense. Local council try to get her to keep her voice down there. <laughs> so she's <laughs> shouting so much. I mean, kind of, yeah. Because she all became. All I keep saying is we're all going to die in a fire. We're all burn in eternal hell. <laughs> what she did, she became like a local sensation, started drawing. Um, like large crowds. Mm. Okay. And so, like, so you're going to say yeah. phallic objects on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's spray painted less was here. Not a lot of sales for a bathwater, though, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, she's kind of um, equivalent to de- today's evangelical preachers. Yes. Like, she's yeah, loud, definitely. she's in the middle of the places, like, preaching, like, gospel and the second coming and that I stuff. I can't imagine but the church was super happy. No, no, she got banned by uh, <laughs> yeah, Methodist okay. chapels. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, it was by in part due to her style of preaching. An eyewitness who called her the high priestess of jumperism, <laughs> which is very English, wrote, the woman prayed volubly and used her long arms freely in gesticulation, actually screaming in a way which I thought might have caused a jump or two. <laughs> so, like, uh, so uh, uh, apparently then it gets quite out of hand as well. Okay. She then it gets out. This is all, so all so fun and games. Yeah. Until and this is where the story gets a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going off like this. She's know, like one of those car yard yeah, sale yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, basically one of her sermons gets into like a violent like scarful. Because a hundred people are trying to get in this like overcrowded hall, and though like there are people inside trying to escape, and oh. then like a brick came through the windows, people <laughs> were throwing rotten eggs at Girling, and um, basically the followers of Girling just kind of like switched off the lights so Marianne could sneak out the back door and run off, and okay. people be like, "She's divine. She's got the answers." <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so basically, um, at this point, this was kind of like above Hordle. And at this point, she's got like 50 to 100 followers. And she was like, fuck it, we're moving to Hordle. Oh, right, and, okay. Which is where she settles. Um, and she buys a place with uh, this person called Miss Julia Wood. It's um, a property known as the New Forest Lodge. 
and they gave like they gave a few thousand dollars for it and here Gerlin kind of becomes like the leader of the cult and basically she um she says that through it, there's like a whole like death and rebirth thing oh. where like if it once you die because you're part of the cause you will in effect be immortal Mm -hmm. they also like are completely celibate apart from like an oddly weird thing where they all kind of kiss each other on the mouth degrade each other (laughs) yeah no everyone does that in hortal (laughs) 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 still done to this day (laughs) i I clicked the source and it said they're just british actually (laughs) um but basically like um it's a great way to build a cult. No one can have <laughs> sex with each other as well. They yeah. just all fucking die. Yeah, but you have well, to it's kiss. also yeah. interesting to see, like, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same, you know, because, yeah. like, the, they kind of go about their own business. They're in this gigantic house, but, like, there's a lot of them in there, and it's the same as now. Like, if you got a bunch of crazy weirdos in a house, you're like, ah, oh, they're all fucking in there for sure, yeah. which yeah. is, like, what everyone in Hordle was saying. There's, like, right. they're doing demonic shit and they're all having sex. But, in fact, like, Girdle had outlawed sex. And mm. uh, and also, yeah. by this point, she had left her husband, like, when right. she was, like... <laughs> divorce is allowed, then. Well, she, it was kind of like an amicable thing, apparently. She was like, yep, look, I'm a prophet. And the guy was like, yeah, all right, then, see you later. And this so, is not a woman I... Than a woman I married. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it is also like, because they were basically kind of like a self-sustaining community. They grew all their own produce on the farm. But because um, Gerling was also a staunch anti-capitalist. Oh, really? Oh. She wouldn't let the cult trade their wares that they grew. <laughs> so, oh, so it's a little commune almost. Yes, except mm. they still owned property that had a mortgage. So they oh, very fair. quickly went broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Look at us four capitalists. Laughing. <laughs> These dumb communists <laughs> don't have a mortgage and have a commune. Uh, Mary's accountant's like, oh, Mary. <laughs> so, one so, tomato. Yeah, so they had all this fruit and veg and they're like, we could save the building. And yeah. she was like, nah, get fucked. And yeah, they couldn't yeah. have eaten it all. Like, they would have grown too much. So it would almost, have like rotting food. Almost to make more. <laughs> <laughs> So basically it fell into a debt. They got evicted. It's like the dead cold of winter. So, Eventually like Girling gets declared insane. And the woman, Miss Julia Wood, who bought the place in her name also gets declared insane. Is forced to spend like 25 years in an asylum. The woman so, who bought her at offer? Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, no. The woman who bought it in her name. Oh, who was like I a see. follower right, of Girlings. Right, right, um, So I've never heard any of that before. Yeah. So basically, like, eventually what happened was, like, Girling was like, we're going to keep moving and stuff. But there was nowhere for them really to go. They started camping on, like, roadsides and stuff. They were offered, like, sheds, but there wasn't enough room for them. In the shed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Followers kind of started to fall off. And then they got a farm, I believe. And they, like, they erected, like, some huts in there and, like, a place to worship. And uh, Girling actually public. Uh, I don't know about the the rent the real estate. It's like I don't. Your rent history is not great. <laughs> <laughs> don't start a commune again. <laughs> How are you still feeling on paying the rent yeah, and, uh, yeah, transactions? Yeah. And it's at this point as well that Girling apparently like publicly announces to newspapers. She's like getting people like journalists and being like, by the way, like I'm a divine being. She's right. got and some PR savvy now. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. And eventually. She, um, because of all the moving around in the dead cold, she gets quite sick. And for 
in a, like a very uh, sadly ironic turn for a place that like a religion that she started that's so focused on like birth and death and rebirth, she gets cancer in her womb. Oh, oh. right. <laughs> Which is eventually what kills her. And oh, so hold, why are they the Shakers again? Uh, the Shakers was a name given to them. They didn't actually like that name. Oh, right, okay. Uh, it was like to, do with the, <laughs> to do with the sermons and stuff? Oh, like, yeah. They're so right. excited. Yeah. They're jumping and shaking. Theirs yeah. was more just like <laughs> a generic, like, we're followers of the message or something yeah, okay, like that. Okay, okay. And so, yeah, she gets uh, uterine cancer, cancer of the womb, and she dies. She's buried in Hordle Churchyard. Okay. Uh, large community turns out, but, like, by that point, like, by the time she died, there were only six members left of the cult. They kind right. of were like, all right. Let's pack. Let's yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. fuck. Let's yeah. finally yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. Let's finally fucking Let's pay my optus pills. I'm really behind. I've got I mean, no data. There's heaps, there's heaps of fascinating articles on it. So we so, kind of like skimmed so over. So hold on, she was buried in Hordle Graveyard? Yeah, so George yeah. would have run no, past no, her screaming every night. Not quite. It's the different... Milford on Sea is the one that I used to run for. Oh, right. yeah, Hordle, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, you would have skipped even. through Hordle Graveyard. Well lit. I'm picking berries in Hordle. Uh, uh, well, I got yeah, a guy. Crazy. Um, this is a dude. So a lot of when yeah, the reason I say a cult is because there was all this myth making about occult activity and witchcraft yeah. and Wiccan sort of um, people in the forest. That was like a huge thing that went. Yeah. Um, it was supposedly you know stretching back you know years and years. And this guy, uh, Gerald Gardner, uh, also known by the craft name Sire, was an English Wiccan and an author. Um, and this guy is essentially is effectively like a cult leader, but he started this tradition of Gardarian Wicca. Similar, yeah. so similar sort of, you know, had followers. And I got to show you this guy because he looks <laughs> like he looks like the KFC Colonel's gone to a bush doof. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It looks like a troll when, yeah. yeah. when the tab starts to hit. Like, and that's he's, what it looks and like. he's got like a, it's a pretty classic story, born into an upper middle class family. And then he just develops all this interest in your know, Freemasonry and Alastair Crowley, okay. Satanism, that whole like thing that seemed to be turn of the century got very popular. And he basically claimed that there was a pre-Christian witch cult in the area. And he, this, he was like, I'm reviving this tradition of, of a okay. witch cult. And That's we're a gonna smart way to do it. Don't say you're starting it. Just say you're reviving it. And it's very funny because all these people are the same people. No matter which age you go back, they all have the same traits of like, um, you know, he only married once to Donna and several who knew him made the claim he was devoted to her. And then you scroll a little further down and it's like talks about how he... Um, how you know he started when she died he got all these asthma attacks and you know he was so devoted he couldn't live without her uh, and then it was like you know having said that he was known to cuddle up to his young high priestess after <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. this guy's uh, trying to fuck everybody that is one of the main drivers behind starting a cult it seems to be not for good or- and yeah. for the time um it is quite funny that like because it would have been there would have been a lot of religious people who have freak out about people like this like this is satanism and and, and uh according to brickett wood who was uh i'm sorry brickett wood coven member uh frederick lamond gardner also used to comb his beard into a narrow babiche and his hair into two horn-like peaks giving <laughs> him a somewhat demonic appearance um and apparently red cape and his uh, pitchfork um apparently he was like surprisingly lacking in charisma for someone at the forefront of a religious movement um and weirdly he was like an arch tory like he was like oh, really? super 
supportive of the Conservative Party. But the group that he ran, right, so this is him starting his Gardarian Wicca. There was a group called the New Forest Coven. And that was a group of witches who met around the area of New Forest in the early 20th century. Um, We'll skim over that. (laughs) (laughs) A group of witches. (laughs) 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 Playing Quidditch. My favourite part. <laughs> they really need to install a skate park in this town. These kids <laughs> and just, everyone's like, nothing to do. So they're like, just, oh, um, we're witches. So <laughs> they, they would hang around and do their like silly little fucking Wiccan thing. I don't know, throw flowers around and, and uh, probably fuck each other. Yeah. Uh, but then there was the, the infamous Operation Cone of Power. Followed by the Operation Bong of Truth or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Gardner who uh, he would reveal little about the coven and its members uh, although he did claim that in August 1940 during the midst of the Second World War they performed a ritual known as Operation Cone of Power which they hoped would influence the high command of Nazi Germany to prevent them from invading Britain okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. ah, well it worked they won <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got two options: D Day or the Central uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Send> Witches. <laughs> and it's a tough <laughs> choice, Winston. What are we going to go with? <laughs> there's a funny bit in his one of his books where he writes, "Now I'm not saying it worked, <laughs> but I did witness." <laughs> like, he basically says, "Like, yeah, I fucking won World War II with my cone of power." Um, and it's very funny. Like, he he noted that he noted that several of the older and frailing practicing witches oh, sorry older and frailer practicing witches died after practicing the ritual uh, something that was confirmed by uh, Lewis Wilkinson another coven member so you're thinking like oh man this is pretty powerful it's actually like people are shaking they're dying they're you know yeah. it's like something out of Dragon Ball Z you know yeah. it's like a big yeah. Kamehameha together uh, but the person who confirmed that yeah, in fact, people did die, uh, claim that it was because they'd performed the ritual naked without goose grease on the skin to keep them warm. So they all got pneumonia in the forest. These poor old people. Oh my goodness. Means yeah. the cold is just killing religion in Horde. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who packed the goose grease? Anyone? <laughs> Somebody, you said you were going to win. Oh no. Yeah, I've never heard. I don't never heard any of that. I guess that's the problem. Like when you when you go to school in the UK, like. There's so much history to learn about in a way. Mm. Like you're not going to worry about the local, the crazy shit that happened like oh, down the yeah, road. Yeah. But that's the funny thing about like growing up in Australia is like we'd 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 hear about the the crazy old prostitute down at the bus stop, like who who was yeah. just like a like, just yeah, a yeah, sex yeah, worker yeah, and yeah. Like, that old, and everyone would make myths up about her, like yeah. oh she wants bitter guys <laughs> fucking dick off or yeah, something. Yeah. And it's like you'd have to invent bullshit because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. something nothing else has fucking you know happened there. But then fucking UK, you've got all this shit underneath just happening even in the forties. Well, yeah, and there's around. stuff happening now. So this is from 2020, uh, 20th of January 2020. Uh, sheep impaled on pitchfork and left next to cross in latest occult killing in New Forest. Oh, oh no, no, Chris W. Dead set because I think this is. Oh my! I mean, that is surely there's purple on there. I think we're getting to the bottom of this. Oh my! Should we call the? I don't know. Sharon from like Horde or Community Group or something yeah. probably put this together. Yeah, Sharon on the line. Yeah, but yeah, oh. there's like a spate of animal killings and like quite oh. quite gruesome and it's people horrible. like leaving them on the side of the road, but they're spraying like pentagrams and like six 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 on the side of the sheep and shit. But fuck, pent- that, that color of purple definitely matches. So I think we're onto yeah, something I here. So. Chris that W. Is dead set the same fucking yeah, purple. Yeah. I don't know how no one's drawn those together. Uh, in that that's that- in um. Ooh, good like, question. It's down the fucking somewhere road. Somewhere in New Forest. Can yeah. we ID this sheep if we're if village it's the of, same yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's know? do face uh, map. Village of Cadnam. 
Cadnam. Cadnam. So I don't know where that is, but it's yeah. somewhere in the New Forest. I'm yeah. sure that they fucking. Oh, Bramshaw is another one that was. So it's happening all the over forest, New Forest. Right. New yeah. Forest fucking. Yeah, yeah I've got a, and I've, crazy. I was just gonna say, I, I suddenly remembered that I listened to the Billy Darcy episode of this yeah. just before talking about Manly, and that reminded me, Lindhurst. So opposite Manly um, Wharf. There's like a bit of wall with a plaque next to it. It's mm. like a bit of wall surrounded by other wall. So yeah. like like a bit of wall has been taken from somewhere. Yeah. And um, it's from Lindhurst, the New Forest. Oh, really? Because like some f- like founder and manly like commu- big community guy when it was founded was from Lindhurst, UK. So wow. it's a little little bit of the New Forest. So he manly. just dragged yeah. it out on the boat. Dude. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to put his <laughs> overhead in the fucking. Yeah. Like, what is he doing with his fucking yeah, wall? Yeah, got a twenty-three kilo yeah. limit. He's like, oh, <laughs> I got a wall. Uh, I'm wearing the wall actually yeah. as part yeah. of my jacket. <laughs> um, and the, so That's crazy. the last thing as well with this, which I'm fucking putting mysteries, putting clues together like a fucking um, Sherlock Holmes over here. Cause uh, churches were also like vandalized. So 666 sprayed on the door of the church. Uh, but then here we go. A number of phallic images were also painted. Oh, oh no. We've got Chris the, that's the, I got the MO. We're going to have to see Chris W whip it out and show us his <laughs> cock. And, like, do, a, <laughs> yeah. <how> <laughs> do a match. Destroy your own weird looking cock. Yeah. And like, oh, I, shouldn't have done I love that there was a quote, a quote from a local as well. Who's like, there's been witchcraft around here for hundreds of years. The new forest is well known for witchcraft and black magic happening. But this has obviously gone up a level. They never stoop so low to kill livestock. <laughs> Maybe they just want to goose grease. They start killing geese. Oh shit! That's uh, that's crazy, man. I've got one more thing yeah. to drag us into the modern age okay, and something that might appeal to all of us. Just because uh, we're we're all f- uh, football fans here, yeah, we're avid Believe- footballers ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> and if you haven't been watching us on YouTube, you can see our bodies getting in more in peak condition every <laughs> week. But uh, George, obviously, the your big team is Southampton, I yep. believe, right? That's right. And so Southampton, obviously, when uh, quite well known, they're a Premier League team now, mm-hmm. and in the nineties, they were a Premier League team. But between, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a bit it. of a blip. But yeah, uh, yeah. in the nineties, they were kind of a lower Premier League team, anchored by the wonderful Matt Letizier, one of oh, the ugliest men yeah. in the world. But uh, <laughs> also, like a basically a style or or football icon to me because he was out of shape, out of shape yeah. old, continuously called lazy yeah. but where everyone was like he's one of the he best had no ambition at all yeah. to go to better teams yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but he's great but um southampton had one of the most notorious transfers in the premier in premier league history are you across the story of ali dia yeah, I, I've heard about this. I don't know the details. I'm sure we've got more stuff there. Okay, so th- I think Alex knows about this, but Bensley, now that you're a football head, you I might have no get idea. into this. So in 1996, Southampton were a struggling team. The season before, I think they'd finished 17. They'd avoided being relegated to the lower league on the last uh, game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the team that got relegated instead of Southampton in 1995 were a little club called Manchester City, yeah. who are now the <laughs> richest club. They in went to League yeah. One. They went, to, they went down. Yeah, again. yeah. Yeah, well, so did we eventually. Mm. Um, so Southampton, they sacked their manager. They bring in a guy called Graham Souness, who's a Liverpool legend for playing. And um, his management career started strong. Graham Souness went up to Scotland where he coached a team named Rangers and he led what was called the Sooness Revolution because he just basically knew a bunch of people in the English leagues, brought yeah. them in yeah. because um, at this point there had been a lot of uh, like stadium disasters with uh, 
right. overcrowding and yeah. English yeah. hooliganism. So mm. Rangers were one of the only teams that was allowed to play in European competitions. So it was easy for Graham Souness to be like, come over here, you can play against Barcelona right. and Juventus and stuff. Right. Uh, so Souness wins four out of five seasons with Rangers in his first five years. And uh, one of his most noteworthy acts, this is a bit odd for how recent it is, but in 1989 there was a huge backlash because Graham Souness signed a player for Rangers called Mo Johnston, and he was... Uh, Porn star? <laughs> <laughs> no, but so Rangers is a team historically supported by Protestants, yeah. and they had a policy of refusing to sign Roman Catholics, yes. which... Mo Johnston was so when they signed him people fucking got really upset yeah. this was only 30 or so years ago yeah. as well right. yeah. there's a policy yeah. that you Still can't to this day, sign like people will right. say like because uh, I had was to work with Scottish guys and they the code for if you're Protestant or Catholic or was or which was also if you're like a Northern Irish like loyalist or a you know or a uh, unionist or whatever was who do you support Rangers or Celtic and yeah. that meant like uh, wink wink uh, right. I don't want to really ask and get political yeah. but which side of the fence you're on and that's yeah. just like Catholics were Celtic yeah. and Rangers were Protestants yeah so um Souness is gone great in Rangers he gets the offer to go back to Liverpool as his big club there where he made his bones to manage there. Not nearly as successful at Liverpool. Mm. Uh, he brings in... He, he signs Les Johnson. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Chris W. Actually, very famously, Graham Souness didn't get results, but he did bring in a number of people like Robbie Fowler, Steve McManaman, like a lot of people who would go on to achieve great fame. Mm -hmm. But uh, he gets canned. He goes to Turkey, and then he comes back to Southampton. <laughs> Just goes to no. party for a week in Turkey. No, no, he managed Galatasaray for like a year, but okay. courted controversy there, oddly enough, because like against a team called Fenerbahce, he put the Galatasaray flag in the middle of the center circle, and they have a rivalry that is that's not on there. It's literally right. even now when you see them playing, it looks like there's just a riot happening yes. all the way around the pitch. <laughs> like like it's just yeah. absolutely. Like I remember like living in Holland when like Feyenoord used to play PSV, like the home and away section was not only separated by like marshals but like giant perspex barriers yeah. between the thing, which like coincidentally bang bang bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the but, loudest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's great you're like my mate Tony's girlfriend's um, Slovenian, and she—they went to a Broncos game the other night, and at and in Sydney, obviously against yep. Souths or something. And she and he uh, and he bought her a Broncos jersey for her birthday, or whatever. And she's like, "I can't wear it there; they'll bash me." Like she's <laughs> just like, "That's what they do." And it's like, and like, no, no, you can wear a Broncos jersey to a Souths game, yeah. and not get bashed, you know. So, so um, yeah. So soon as he he was good, then he's a bit crap. He comes to Southampton. Southampton. Start the season pretty poorly. They don't win any of their first eight games in ninety six to ninety seven. <laughs> yeah. then, but then they go on a little run. They uh, they uh, they, they win. They do a jog around the block. Yeah. <laughs> they win. Uh, they don't lose about okay. seven games in a row, right. which brings us to November in nineteen ninety six. So Southampton kind of have like an injury crisis. A lot of their first team players, their goal scorers are all missing. Uh, Southampton are a small club, so they have a very small transfer budget. So they're kind of looking. 
for whatever they can find at short term to replace the players that are injured. So this brings us to a very famous player called George Ware. And George Ware in the 90s was a fucking superstar. Like he played for Monaco, he played for Paris Saint-Germain, he played for AC Milan. In 1995, he won um, the FIFA World Footballer of the Year and then won the Ballon d'Or, which is like the most famous footballing person. Liberian, right? You can win, yes. Liberian, uh, if... You don't know what he's doing now. He's the president of yeah, Liberia, yeah, yeah. George Ware. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you're making in Liberia yeah. politics. So in 1996, Ware was on top of the world. Now he's just the fucking president of Liberia. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, what a loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like when George Ware speaks... He like, couldn't get a commentary career, so he had to become yeah. the president instead. Couldn't get a football podcast. <laughs> he's like, I guess I, so like basically... You know, when George Ware speaks, people listen in 1996. So Graham Souness, he's sitting in his office for his losing team, probably a cold, rainy day in Southampton. <laughs> doesn't forgot his goose grease today, so he's probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just sitting by the fire. Uh, he's trying to come up with a plan for his injury hit squad. Secretary comes on the phone. Graham Souness is like, hey, what's going on? And the secretary's like, we've got George Ware on the line. And he's like, oh, fuck, George Ware? Ballon d'Or winner, FIFA yeah. World Football of the Year, George Weir. Yeah, I'll talk to George Weir. And so George Weir and Graham Souness talk. And like as they talk, it becomes apparent that like Weir is offering like a recommendation. So Weir has this cousin called Ali Dia. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hook his cousin up with a job. So Ali Dia, he's become available. He's uh, played for Paris Saint-Germain. He's played in Germany and he's played 13 times for Senegal. Yeah. Not, Li- not Liberia, Senegal. Um, right. Keep that in mind. Um, also, he's this played is, rugby, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> also, I should just say, like, this is before the mega proliferation of the internet. It's much harder to fact check or get access to the unfettered right. stats we have access to today. Yep, yeah. So uh, this guy, he's got the good. Sunus has never heard of him. He asks a scouting network, never heard of him. But, you know, George Ware is on the fucking phone saying, mm. like, this is my cousin. He's, mm. Let's go for it. Sunus is like, shit, like, we got no one else. We'll give him a month trial. So Sunus himself said, like, when someone like that gives you a recommendation, you tend to sit up and take notice. So after the call... Suna signs Ali Dia on a month-long yeah, very contract. unbiased recommendation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, the, so the only problem in this whole scenario is George Ware never called Graham Sunas, uh, and George Ware does not have a Senegalese cousin called Ali Dia. Ali Dia got his mate from uni to call him <laughs> and pretend he was George Ware. Ballon d'Or winner George Ware and be like, I've got a cousin from a completely different country. <laughs> you should sign him, he's great. And wow. Southampton, a Premier League football club, are like, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. my God. We're going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. So Dia has played football. He's never played for Paris Saint-Germain. He's certainly <laughs> never been called up for Senegal. What he had been doing was going around various lower league, non-league European clubs, and pulling the George Ware trick with anyone that would listen. So basically, he would get people, he'd call up and be like, I'm George Ware's cousin, fucking, I'm a gun, sign me. You can talk to George if you want. Sometimes the friend would be George Ware. <laughs> you can talk to George if you want. If you don't believe me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd uh, basically trick people in, get like a month or two contract, stay in hotel rooms, trash the room, like yep. empty the whole mini bar, get found out for being terrible, and then vanish. Wow. And when I say like rules. vanish, I mean like 
most managers who signed him would be like, he vanished and I thought he had died until like three weeks later when I saw him pop up on another team sheet in another <laughs> league. And they'd be like, that's that's our Ali D. <laughs> you know? He's not even bothering to change his name. Yeah. 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 He's like, I'll leave it. He so just turns yeah. the light out like Mary Gurley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some of the highlights include like he played for a Finnish club and a newspaper report describes him as being caught offside 10 times in one half and spent the majority of his game ruining his own team's attacks. Yeah. <laughs> then when he deserted the team, they cracked open his apartment and found it completely trashed and littered with bones. What? what and the they weren't fuck? sure if they were animal or human. Oh my god! What do you mean they weren't sure if they were animal? Well, we but can't he, tell. Let's move well, on. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he committed no crime, so oh, they were well, just ho- like, just yeah, 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 a couple yeah. of human bones around. Like, there's no. Um, so, <laughs> but he played for Southampton, didn't he? He did. Uh, yeah, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. he does it. So, uh, so like, yeah, he right. goes. He goes to some other people. Uh, Harry Redknapp, who's a famous manager, received the call from George Weir. Thought it was a prank call. Hung up. Yeah. Tony Poulis, who managed uh, Stoke, I believe, at some point, he got the George. Ware call and they gave him a trial at non-league Gillingham and uh, Tony Pulis said we gave the lad a trial and he was rubbish (laughs) (laughs) so Ali D arrives at Southampton he starts training and to vouch for him a little, there was a guy in Germany that said, like, he played and he scored a couple of times. And basically, he had, like, one move where he'd use that to go around people. But once you found him out, you could stop him every time. And once he signed for a club, he would just not stop partying. So he'd get worse at his own signature <laughs> yeah, yeah, move yeah, yeah. <laughs> over the course of, like, five weeks. So he shows up. He's in training. And in an interview with a famous UK football mag 442, Matt Letissier is quoted as saying that, like, uh, he trained with us and they thought, uh, we thought he'd won an auction prize to train <laughs> with Southampton. He was that bad. And then he turned <laughs> like up. it's a Starlight Foundation yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like and then, oh like, he Lord. said, we turned up on the Saturday and he was sat in the changing room. We all thought, that's nice. He's going to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, Got a lot of chicken bones so around this, there. Yeah, so Alan? this game, Deer's in the dressing room. Letizia's like, oh, we've done a nice thing. Letizia gets injured in um, about the 53rd minute and Ali Deer gets subbed on. Uh, also, we should keep in mind when I say like George Weir called up and said like this is my cousin, it kind of brings to mind like a youthful, precocious talent. Ali Deer is thirty-one years old. Like, yeah, this yeah, is the tail yeah. end of a career in the nineties. Yeah. So Ali Deer, the first thing Ali Deer does, he almost scores. Like people forget about this, but like he got the ball and he took like a shot. And it got deflected out for a corner. And if it got deflected the other way, like it could have gone in for a simple tap in, which right. meant his like first touch would have been an assist. Mm. <laughs> and then he'd be the president of Senegal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that did not happen for yeah. him because then he performed for the rest of the game and he was so bad. Five people from Southampton called him Bambi on ice. Yeah. <laughs> and he got substituted within the game that he was brought on as a substitute. <laughs> right. So he lasted about 20 minutes. Uh, two weeks into that month long contract, uh, the contract is terminated and he vanished again. Uh, he left another trashed, unpaid hotel room behind for Southampton. And then he kind of like pops up in other places occasionally. And due to the Southampton story spreading around, now the kind of George Ware thing has come out and people have disproved it. But at no point does Ali Deer be like, you got me. He digs in. And it's like, if people don't want to believe me, <laughs> they don't have to, but I'm not a con man. Like my talent is evident while like falling over a ball. <laughs> yeah, onto yeah, his yeah. Face. So did they know he wasn't the cousin or they just thought, Oh, he's the cousin, but he's rubbish. Cause that can happen. Oh well. no. They realized like, 
they realise afterwards they're like, oh, we've been fucking had here. Fuck like they realise that. Did George, George Ware ever ever comment on it at all? Not really, because it, like it's really got nothing to do with George yeah, Ware yeah. apart so from it, the fact that it was so his name. We contact name. the Liberian like government press office. DNA test, George. Yeah, so that's it. He lasted two weeks, and now he's gone. I, there was a Bleacher Report um, article about trying to find him and what yeah. happened afterwards, and he's gone maybe the closest you can go to completely off the grid like the last thing they could find was in like the mid 2000s he had registered like his linkedin said he was part of some company that he was the president of but when you looked into the company (laughs) in the country it was not registered or anything so it was clearly like a shell where the bleach journalists are like busting a hotel room and they just see it all trash and they're touching the bones like still warm he's uh, (laughs) (laughs) he's not do you think he's worried that uh he can get done for for the stuff at Southampton. Like, what, and there must be a statute of limitations. I don't think sure. so. You can't, like, get, can't get done yeah. for it now. Like, I mean, well, I think it'd be what more embarrassing. Yeah. Well, they like, could sue him for yeah, misrepresenting yeah. on them. I've yeah. been texting him. He's playing football with us on Thursday. If he gets on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, right. That's Southampton. It's a great story. A trillion dollar fucking industry now, whatever the Premier League is, back then was literally just like... No, fu- no, no internet, no radio. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's unreal. And that I think would have been only the third or fourth year of the Premier League. Yeah, early so like ninety six. Yeah, was this ninety six, ninety seven? Yeah, yeah. So it would have been early doors, and they would have been like, "This is the big league, the big yeah, money. Yeah. We've got Sky Sports, Fuck. but yeah, like I could have." Been like, I've got my mate, it's the great Benzlino. Uh, he's Pele. Yeah, like, he like shows up being white. He's like, hey, caramba. And they're like, all right, give him a game and a contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's see. Let's just see. Yeah. <laughs> it could be good. Should we wrap? We got the last two questions. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, we asked two questions to finish the podcast. The first mm-hmm. is if someone says, George, I'm coming to Limington and I need an itinerary, do you have something to recommend? Morning, afternoon, afternoon night what do you do in Limited? even this the new forest area oh right? yeah new yeah, forest, forest area okay too. yeah well morning you're going to that truffle shop yeah if it's still going <laughs> yeah. strong extra yeah. strong bring, bring <laughs> a bottle of water because you're going to be dehydrated <laughs> <laughs> yeah. salty yeah. fucking thing absolutely uh, do I look like some sort of pussy to you <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the meal <laughs> yeah. good bit uh, that's a good bit Oh man, and then um, we're probably going to want to go to Poundland and um, <laughs> and the Weatherspoon just to sit your middle finger yeah, up and all yeah, the absolutely. <laughs> And then obviously in the afternoon you're going uh, on a ferry to nowhere. It's going to be clear. Yeah. Why not? Puffing puffin cruises. That's Is it. that what it's called? That's, that's adorable. Puffing cruises. That's great. And then uh, finally, Jamie. Uh, did we do nighttime though? No, the last question. Yeah, you said finally at the end of the day. Yeah, okay. Get a ferry. Stop looking at that photo on your phone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> too distracted. Final question. When all is said and done, your yeah. podcasting career has reached the greatest heights you could ever mm-hmm. hope for. Yep. Southampton have won the league. Would you move back to New Forest? Well, settle I'm, down. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I quite like urban living now, and I have to say it's the opposite of urban living. Yeah. New Forest. <laughs> but then also there's lots of old people there, so there must be something to it when you get older, some kind of magnetism to the New Forest. So yeah. exactly. I That's think right. for the time being... No fucking way. No way. <laughs> but See, I'm not going to buy it off in George the future. Yeah. 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 Like straight back in there. You know? <laughs> Running through the graveyard. In many ways, that's a perfect answer. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the real... Yeah, um, exactly. George, do you have anything you want to plug? 
Um, well, I'll talk to you quickly about my podcast, Must Watch with George and Alan. Yeah, yeah we'll great it. That's it. Uh, over a hundred. Well, coming up to our hundred and first episode. Wow. It's just a fun little variety show. Hopefully, we'll have you three on. Not all at the same time because <laughs> I don't have the much. facilities for that. Too, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> too many laughs. I think we've yeah. all been on it. Yeah, last yeah. episode. Have Alan, to have you back. But uh, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me. It's my first ever time I've been on someone else's podcast. Whoa! Can you believe that? Oh, hell yeah. Think of all the stuff I've done for George. Yeah, that's great. So Must Watch. George and Allen. That's it. Available everywhere. And Check when do you out. release your pot? What apps? apps um, go up? Yeah, Tuesday evening. Tuesday evening. That's yeah. right. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks and for having um, me. It's been and awesome. as always, like and subscribe. Watch us on YouTube. Yeah. We've yep. got a new we, we, custom URL for YouTube. So Hell we're yeah. on youtube.com slash community notice board podcast. And if you do watch the YouTube, well, yeah, I guess you'd be watching this now. If you do watch it, uh, and you want me to put the images and edit them in because I know Dave McDevin, huge fan, great friend of ours. Super fan. He got five beers in at a party and I was like, put the images in the fucking thing. And I'm like, all right, dude, it just takes time. So I'd love to. I will do it. If more, if one more person other than Dave says do it, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, so we put the photo of the goat. Maybe you'll see it. I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's just effort. Yeah, yeah. No. It's a put challenge to you, the audience, <laughs> the audience to make us do one other job. person other than Dave. Uh, but anyway, thanks, yep. everybody. Yep. Awesome. And thanks, George. We'll thanks see you George. next week. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yep.